coming for the next lane. Millennials versus the world. Millennials versus the world Go get you a woman, stop messing with girls We tryna enhance, we tryna advance Society got you all stuck in a trance Like zombies when y'all walk Kena Mills about to whip out the chalk Now let's sit down, have a little talk Podcast game, we got it on lock Millennials versus the world 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 what up, what up, what up, man? It's the Millennial vs. World Podcast. It's your boy K.Mims checking in. The only spot you get authenticity and entertainment at the same time. So, we're going to be heavy on the authentic part today. Heavy on the entertainment, but this one's one for the books, man. I'm, 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 we're going to talk about in the process we trust. This episode is called In the Process We Trust. We going to get right to it, man. So in this thing called life, in this thing called survive and advance in this jungle, in this in this doggy dog world, everything you go through, you should have had a process about. What do I mean when I say that? You should have had something that you've been planning out, something that you understand how to get, which means there's steps involved and then with each step, what comes from it, how you could have did it, how you, you know, how you didn't do it, whatever the case may be. Along those, you meet people, you you meet you meet mentors, you meet uh, peers, you meet associates, you meet maybe spouses, you meet uh, new family members, and those people you meet could have been a uh, a changed versions of people you knew. So that might mean somebody used to be one way, and then you come back later in life, y'all connect in a different way. You may be able to offer each other opportunities there. It may be. Um, your boss at work, it may be an employee, it may be a mentor, it may be a mentee. Cause you know, in, in most of my uh mentor to mentee relationships, I'm the mentee, but I have a couple of where I'm the mentor. And it's funny how mentees always help the mentor in some way because you're constantly evolving with that person, you're constantly learning how to communicate. Um, so shout out to the big homie, shout out to my pops, shout out to uh young, shout out to everybody that's ever took a second to you know, try to advance my thinking or try to pay it forward. Shout out to Coach Ray as well. Uh, just, just those things like that. Um, shout out to those people. But when we talk about this process, man, the world does not care about your processes. What you mean? What you mean? What you mean? The world, the day, the hour, the minute does not care about your process. So if you're wasting time thinking that, if you're wasting time, 24 hour rule. So let me explain the 24 hour rule. So when I say it, y'all know. 24-hour rule is this. I take this to myself. I believe in it in any situation. Say if you and your spouse get into it. I'm going to use spouses. So say if you and your spouse get into it, you emotional, you mad, you hot, the conversation ain't go the way you wanted it to go, you take the 24-hour rule. 24-hour rule is you could be as emotional as you want to be. You got a vent team. A vent team is people you talk to. You take that 24 hours to get your mind, collect collect your thoughts, articulate what you want to say, do what you got to do. But at the end of the 24 hours, you go back, you address that issue, it's, you know, in a calm, mature fashion, talk it out, wrap it out, learn from it and go. After that conversation, that issue should be resolved and you move on. 24 hour rule. So in life, we cannot sit here and waste time uh, thinking that we you can't waste time thinking that we have time. Because there are situations where when when time is taken for granted. 
opportunities are missed. So you may be somewhere sulking more than your 24 hour rule. And I again, sometimes it's not even 24 hours. 24 hours are those things that's like devastating, mind boggling. No, I'm not saying you can't grieve. I'm not saying that. But you don't hold those things in. You are you collect your thoughts, articulate your thoughts, and you talk about it after that 24 hours. I'm not saying after 24 hours, forget about it. I'm saying you address it and move on. That's another episode. Don't let your arguments have time machines. But we're gonna we're gonna wrap about that. So when something happens, when something happens, you never, when something happens, you never, ever, 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 ever seek to understand immediately. Because when something happens, you're emotional. Uh, you don't get it. you like, what in the world? Oh, my gosh. I can't, like, no. You're not going to get the true understanding from that moment. The first thing you got to do is, like, take it in, accept it, sit back, sit back. Try to figure out why and try to figure out your plan that you're going to execute in order to get out this situation. A lot of times things hit us. And when it hit us, we're so I hate to use the word devastated, but we are because if it catches you off guard, it's like a complete 20. It's like a complete 360 of emotions or a complete 360 of headspace. So a lot of times we don't think about uh, the exit plan or the plan to correct this. A lot of times we like, why did this happen? And we can't figure out why. This is not that conversation. This is the conversation about uh, how we need to handle those moments in order to evolve and in order to get better. Uh, the process, when you're on step one, two, three, say you write out a process, you, you thought through it, it's, it's, it's 10 steps, and not in a literal sense, but figuratively, you know, it's like 10 steps. There's going to be bumps and hiccups on the way of those steps. You always, once you see it and you have a vision and you have a mission and you have a purpose, you're able to see those things and you're able to go for them and you're able to understand how you need to get there. But a lot of times when we do that, we're forgetting the, the things that, that can happen while you're trying to get there, the process and the process we trust. So when we're in this process and things are happening, you're trying to wrap your mind around it. But in the same note, you're like, dang. When I was on, when I thought I was going to be on step two, I didn't think this was going to be my issue. But when your issue comes, you got to revert back to what you trust. You got to know, no, no, no. When the issue comes, you don't revert to what you trust because that's comfort zone ish. You figure out how to handle this problem. You seek guidance. You seek counsel. You seek research. You seek um, understanding. You know, you got to have. It's funny, man. The big homie tell me all the time, like, uh, you got to have a foundation. When stuff get all in the air, whoop de whoop whoop. You got to have a foundation. And along with having that foundation, you have to try to understand uh, why this foundation is helpful for me. A lot of people, a lot of times people want to lean on foundations that's not really helpful for them. So you lean on sources that's not really stable enough to be your foundation. So when these things happen, we're reverting to something that's not actually helpful in, in the recovery process of an obstacle. There's going to be obstacles every day every not every minute every day every week every month so if you didn't have one today one may come tomorrow if you didn't have one this week one one may come next month that's cool but in the process we trust means we have to be we have to have an ability to view something and go after how to fix it all problems don't get all problems don't get fixed and when i say that i mean all problems aren't meant to to to, to all problems aren't meant for you to fix so when you have a problem and, or an obstacle, obstacle comes, sometimes it's an L. But an L don't mean it's a loss. An L mean it's a lesson. Like some issues come into play, you just played it completely wrong. And when you've played it completely wrong, um, you have to learn from it. 
no matter how smart you thought you were, no matter how intelligent you were, uh, you know, how intelligent you thought you were, no matter how righteous you thought you was moving, no matter how how clear things may have been at one point, uh, you have to accept that all issues may not get resolved. And when they don't, that's an L, but it's not it's not a loss. It's a lesson. So in the process, there will be obstacles. Don't ever take that out your mind. Now, in this process, what can really get people in trouble and what can really make it hard for us to grow and what really can make it hard for us to come out of the funk, the, the mugginess, the muddy, you know, the jungle is emotion. Men, women alike, boy, girl, uh, adult, child, teenager, parent, kid, aunt, uncle, cousin. You got to keep your emotions in check. Am I telling you not to get emotional? No, I'm not telling you that. What I'm telling you is thinking through, thinking, talking with emotions will make things worse. I don't care whether it's via text. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't care if it's via text. I don't care if it's a phone call. Talking with emotions will ruin things or cause problems that's not problems. You can't unsay anything when 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 you say something or you have something said to you as much as you want to take something you said back or erase something somebody said you can't. And at the very end of the day, if you don't control your emotions. OK, so let, let me backtrack. Let me say this. Your emotions are real. <laughs> your emotions are how you actually feel. Now, how you articulate how you feel is a different thing. If you if your emotions on 10 right now and you're trying to solve a problem. You're going to go to the most negative part of that emotion towards the problem. And you may say or do some things that you meant, but you were trying to work through. And once you do them, I don't care whether you whether you were trying to work through them or not, it's done. So when you speak and you move through with emotions, everything's is an emotional reaction. It's, it has to be some type of self-reflection like, damn, I could have waited. 24-hour rule. Now. Does that mean you get the, you get a pass when you say crazy stuff with emotion? No, that doesn't mean that. What that means is you got to know yourself, self-awareness. You got to hold yourself accountable. Like, you know what? I'm hot right now. And when I'm hot like this, I don't need to talk. Because when I talk, when I'm hot, it don't go over well. So off the cuff, off the jump, you already know. You should know what gets you hot. You should know what gets you out of character. You should know what makes you talk crazy. You should know how you move. Emotions in this game, in the process, is the enemy. Uh, first, I'm sorry. I'm sorry it took so long, man. I, I I've been seeing it everywhere. I didn't get to say it, but R.I.P. to everybody on the helicopter, and uh, you know the Kobe Bryant incident. R.I.P. to all those people, that, and you know, sending your condolences to those families and things of that nature, man. It's been it's been a rough time. We've we've seen it everywhere. It's not that I was downplaying it, but I just want to make sure that you know those that said prayers are sent and things of that nature, but um. In this process, there's not much space for emotional moves. The only emotion that can really get you through some situations is calm. I don't like calm, that state of calmness, that state, like even when you happy, like let me speak for myself. When I get happy, I get impulsive. 
That's why I don't make decisions when I'm happy because it ain't that I'm going to make a bad decision. I'm just not going to make the right one. Like the the bad decision, like, you know, you can make the wrong decision, but it not be bad. But when I get happy, I get impulsive. Point blank, period. No matter what we're doing, ask any of my bros that know me. If you catch me when I get excited, I'm probably going to make the dumb, like the dumbest decision. It ain't going to harm nobody, but I'm going to make the most impulsive. Like right there, this sound good. Come on, man. We excited. Let's do it all the time i do that all the time what did i realize don't make decisions when i get excited i'm like oh no nah, bro i'm not making a decision right now because it's gonna be crazy and that's me i can live with that i know me i'm aware of that i say that's what 24 hour rule when i get news i'm sometimes you can't wait 24 hours depending on the opportunity but like you gotta think them joints through man you mess around and get yourself in a situation that don't that wasn't what you originally planned example if you come to it i've came to meetings that you know were opportunities that i needed to grow uh what i was doing you know the podcast things of that nature and when i've sat at these tables with with with, with people that i'm trying to collaborate with i knew my purpose and what i was trying to do and i knew what i was trying to articulate so like when they told me what they were trying to do it didn't match what i wanted to do now, if I would have just them saying, oh, yeah, that's cool. Let's do it. And I got excited and just made an impulsive decision. I would have I'm losing out on that. I'm putting myself in a bad predicament because of excitement. But because I know myself, I take the information. I would say, man, I appreciate you. at the end. It don't matter if it's two hours, five minutes, 10 minutes, five days. However long the meeting is, I always say, man, I appreciate you. I'll get back to you within 24 to 48 hours. Is that OK with you? If they say, no, I need this much time. I'll try to take that time, but I'm saying, you know, I at least need to communicate with my team, my wife, whatever the case may be, and I'll get back with you. That's how that's how that happens. So what 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 I'm saying to you is in this process, in the process we trust, there can only be mentality. There can't be emotion. When there's emotion, it's just a lot of good things don't happen. You know, emotions gets the 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 pride of the lion killed. Like even think about that 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 part of the process when you're hungry. When you're hungry, and it's not a lot of emotion is involved. It's just a a a, a clear eye view mentality. You don't make a lot of bad decisions. You don't really you really when you're hungry you're not really ba you based off a of mentality. So when you're hungry and you're going after what you need. The emotions aren't in play because it's a mentality. Oh, I'm hungry right now. I got to get it. And when you got to get it, it's not, a, you're not, you're not doing it for this moment in time. You're doing it for what you're doing it for the end goal. You're doing it for your vision. You're doing it for your mission. There's not a lot of emotion in that. You wake up and go to work and stack this bread because I know what I got to do in order to get this. And I say this on every podcast in which I speak. I, I, I think everybody should be uh attacking their passion going after what they need don't 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 let people tell you that it's too much this is too much that you can't do it i think everybody should do that but this is in the sense of everything if you have children you can't tell me that your hunger to give them a better life than you have hasn't waken you up and made you do things that's strictly off the strength and off the code off the process off the hunger to do better for them you wake up and do it you don't think about you may feel like oh, i don't want to do this but that's not going that's not going to stop you that's not going to make that's not going to make your decision for you nah it's not it's time to eat it's time to go 
That's the way it works, man. That's the way you move. So there's no reason why people should not be aware of their emotions. Do people need help? Sometimes, yes. Do people need to talk to people? Yes. Um, and let me be transparent. I have a vent team. <laughs> like, if you don't have a vent team, you're lying to yourself. Like, I know we live in a, the age of we can't trust people. We live in the age of, uh, you know, stay to yourself, protect your peace, and this, that, and the third. I have a vent team. So, within that, so the 24-hour rule, taking your 24 hours. Within my vent team, three individuals, trust with my life. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Three individuals. Excuse me, y'all. <coughs> three individuals, trust with my life. They know how I am when I'm, when I'm in that 24-hour rule. They don't judge it. They don't really... Yes, man. They don't really try to debate. They just like vent. If you don't have a team you can trust, and the team ain't got it, may be a person, a vent person or a vent team, and that joint has to be reciprocated. So when you got a vent team, the the reciprocation, the reciprocation has to be like um, when they need you, you you know when they need you, you able to vent as well. So when you have a vent team. You go to these people, you wrap it out, you say that, you say this, you get through it, you like, bro, what in the world, da, da, and when you come out of that next day, you always say, bro, appreciate you looking out yesterday, no doubt, because it's not you trying to transfer energy, it's you trying to get your mind right so you make the right decision, and that meme that came out a little while ago that was like, um, that was like, um, what was it, what was it, what was it, what was it, uh, you don't, for black men, if a black man vents to you, you don't understand the level of trust that you have. That that joint is absolutely true. And during this process, these obstacles, man, I am a pa passionate person. When you're a passionate person in this world of sensitivity, that joint is get played off like, oh, he's angry. He's this. No, I am passionate. And when I know what I'm trying to do and I know what to do and I keep it going, I absolutely understand the purpose of what i'm doing you can't throw me off of that now if you say some sideways stuff and i get emotional about it 24 hour and we back to the game man we back to doing what we doing but in this process in this life in this jungle again i say man you have to trust what is going to get you there if you've done your research you've done your practice you've done your 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 hours of shadowing you've done your observations you've done your uh you know, you've taken your L's, you've learned from them, you've been put yourself in the right circles, you've tried to learn from the people you need to learn from. When you did those things, man, hey, can nobody stop you. The one thing you never do in life, it gives somebody the brake pedal to your car. Nobody, nobody wants the gas pedal. Let me say that now. Nobody wants the gas pedal in your car. Nobody wants the, the, the pedal that's going to help you elevate. I'm not being mean. It's not their job to want it. But furthermore, they don't, ain't nobody going to ask for that one. Ain't nobody going to say, hey, how can I help you? Now, and I don't mean that people, there's not people in this world that try to help others. What I'm saying is, if you put the ratio to people that want to own your brake, brake pedal, to people that want to own your gas pedal, the ratio is a whole lot to a whole little bit. A whole little bit. 
a whole lot to a little bit. So what I mean by people owning your, 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 you know, people want your, your brake pedal. That means when you have a lot of stuff going in life and you doing what you do, they hit that brake. Oh, uh, no, nah, let me stop that. You don't give people your brake pedal. My mentor tells me all the time, and it's funny. I know what he, I know what he mean now because I hear me say it to people. I'm telling you what I know, not what I think. So for the people that tune in weekly, I appreciate you. Like, I hope y'all picking up on this knowledge and making some changes in your life because I'm telling you, at 29 years of age, I'm hitting the dirty 30 this year. I'm telling you right now, people will always, their friends, all that social doesn't matter, family. People will always look for your brake pedal before they look for your gas pedal because it's too, it's too right to look for the gas pedal in each other. Right now, in my circle, in my house, and, and, and most of my close people to me, yo, we going to go get it. You should have something in this process uh in place where you can go and it's, it's damn near like a, a serenity center like you go there for peace of mind you go there for like vibes you go there for high energy you go there for for you know the things that you feel like you need at the time because i was talking to one of my homies yesterday vent team you know some things happened i was on a different wave and he, he reminded me of something that i've helped him with and that's what people are for See, he's interested in my gas pedal. How can I help you continue to go, brother? He was like, hey, man, we was rapping. He was like, yo, Sneak, you don't sound like yourself. Take a day. Like, what you mean? It's like, you've been doing X, Y, and Z, bro. You've been stretching yourself thin. Octopus effect. If you don't know what the octopus effect is, that's like putting all your arms in eight different places and thinking you're getting it all done. He was like, take a day to yourself, bro. Take some time for yourself. You're not sounding like yourself. And if you don't got people in your center that can, like, check you, basically, no matter how rough it gets, because you take that time for yourself to make the net. It takes, for me, you take that day, do what you want, move how you want. You take that day, and it sets you up for the next three, four months. Like, I don't need a week. I need a day. And when he said that, I was like, you know what, bro? I thought back. I was like, you know what? I haven't had one of those days in a minute. And it ain't nothing correct. Your day may be going to the gym. Your day may be uh going to a game that day may be uh you know i want to do absolutely nothing i don't want my phone in my hand i don't want to watch tv whatever your day thing is you do because in this process you got to have things in place people in place that trust your gas i mean that what got interest in your gas pedal like it's so funny when some things come to you like as you're talking about it but like the break once you give somebody the power of your brake pedal if you realize if they have the power of your brake pedal and they press that brake all the way down to the ground, no matter what you do, but while that brake is engaged and it's not owned by you, if you mash the gas all the way down while the brake is engaged, you're going to tear up your car. So you can't give people instances or opportunities to own your brake pedal. And sometimes it's out of ignorance. Don't get me wrong. It's not like people out here saying, hey, stop what I'm doing. Nah. Or like, hey, let me figure out how to go left. Like. No, sometimes you you didn't you was it was blind like you didn't know that was your you know that was the 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 route to your brake pedal, but it happened. And when it happened, what I say earlier in, in in the episode, when it happens, you got to look at yourself like, hmm, okay, how can I get out of this? Got the brake on right now. You no, know, you got put the car in neutral. We ain't gonna rev up the engine right now. We are gonna figure out how to get a new brake pedal in here. Let's take this one out, put another one in. You feel me? So sometimes you got to stop and think. A uh, true story. I never forget, man. I was pissed off my senior year in high school. 
And um, pissed off my senior year in high school, man. I had I didn't have any full ride offers. I played basketball. I was, it was like these little partials, and I was too arrogant at the time. Should have did some things differently. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I was pissed about what a coach told me. I went on a visit. Uh, they went with another guard that was like taller than me, older than me from a JUCO. What do we do? I came home. I was pissed, throwing stuff, breaking stuff. And I was talking to my grandma. Shout out to my grandma. She's been one of those people. Um. Uh, she's been one of those people that's always been in my corner, always there to talk, always willing to, you know, give me information to move me forward. And she always told me, Keenan, never be afraid to stop and think. When she told me that, never be afraid to stop and think. That simple statement made so much more of a difference in my life to this day. So when people grab that brake pedal, that whether they took it, 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 it got finesse, you gave it to them, whatever the case may be. When they put it all the way to the ground and you had to stop, you stop and think. Stop and think maybe uh, 24 hours, it may be a week, but you stop and you think and you figure it out. See, in that when I say 24-hour rule, and that, you just trying to get yourself together. When I say you stop and think, you're still processing what's going on and you're trying to get a plan of action together that's the stop and think part of it because a lot of times we don't stop we don't stop and think and when we don't stop and think we make rash decisions and when we make rash decisions it used to come back to bite you in the ass and nobody else be aware be aware of what you're doing be aware of of the mistakes you made be aware of how to get out of them but at the very end of the day you be the person to take you out of it. That ain't your spouse's job. That ain't your friend's job. That ain't your brother's job. That ain't your co-worker's job. You get up out the mud, clean it off, get back to the grind. I was watching that Steve Stout interview on Breakfast Club, and he was speaking about, like, a lot of times you see people, let's say like use coaching, like, instead of, like, let's use coaching in sports. It's like, you know, you play your whole life, go to a professional league, and um, after you retire, nine times out of ten, some people don't, but a lot of people go right back into coaching, either at their high school, at uh, you know, at a, the college they used to go to with their child, whatever the case may be. But the point I'm making is he was speaking about how people never stop when you have a passion for something. No matter what level you get to, it doesn't stop. You learn to evolve it. You learn how to keep going. And he was saying like, even in the mistakes you made. Or, or say something shut you down. Like, say if you gave somebody the engine to your car and they rip it out. He was like, you're going to find a way to implement your, your passion again and get through all these things and make sure that you get to the next level. So I'm saying all that to say, like, never be afraid to stop, think, restart. There's billions of people in the world. There's one you. It's one you. And once you understand your power... You ain't got to go for the juggler from the rip. Just start that slow slope of investing in yourself mentally, knowledge-wise. Then you can, like, once you get past investing in yourself mentally and knowledge-wise, you can start investing in yourself on another level. But first, invest in your ment mental health, your well-being, and then you start reading what you want to read. I get some people like reading for different reasons for their escape. I like to read for knowledge. So I want y'all to take that, man. In the process, we trust when everything is going up and every, <clears throat> excuse me, everything is going up and everything is happening. 
you have to have a foundation in which centers you and which keeps you going so when you lean on it it gives you the energy to move forward you got me so millennials versus world podcast man i appreciate everybody checking in with me rocking out keep keep the support going man we got the next uh panel podcast will be coming up in the next 90 days y'all stay tuned for that if you haven't seen it already the event calendar on uh, millennials versus the world on my ig uh we have two more podcasts and chill one financial series and then uh financial series only a lifestyle we'll have a guest speaker and we have a millennials versus the world game night also uh we'll be doing a millennials versus the world coat drive for the homeless and a millennials versus the world backpack drive closer to the start of uh, next school year all those details will be coming to all the great people um here soon man so just trust the process get your foundations and know that it will work out all right man i'm out